0: It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. I was lucky enough to sit down with one of my IG followers and discuss what it's like when our children are having a hard time in their own social life. How can we intervene? How can we help them? Is it so hard to watch them struggle as they work through these social issues? And what's the right thing to say? And how can we be supportive? Please join me on this episode as we explore these ideas and really get into how it is that we can help our kids navigate their social life. Great, Regine. Well, let's talk about just why you came on the show and what's going on with your daughter. And maybe we can discuss ways in which we can unravel some of these difficulties that she's
1: having. So my daughter is six years old. She's in first grade. And she's usually pretty social. If I take her to the park or if I take her anywhere, she'll kind of play with whoever's there. And there's never any issue about shyness. it. I mean, she's like the least kid shy, I know. Um, she's usually very outgoing and things like that. But I have noticed that as of late, she's been coming home from school and saying that Right now, the way the kids play, it's almost like they play in clusters. So she has a friend that she's kind of connected with and they've kind of bonded with for the whole school year. And what's happening is that other little girls in another cluster are basically asking the child that my daughter is playing with to go and play with that. But they're not asking her. Mm-hmm. So. She's starting to feel a little bit left out. Boo-boo. um Yeah, she's <laughs> feeling her heart bit, hurt. <laughs> it does, it does. And I'm just like, but you're so great, you know? And I don't know how to even approach the conversation. I'll caveat that I myself, I try to envision myself in the situation, and I feel like I don't know what I would say, mostly because as a child myself, I was very sheltered. I really didn't have any friends growing up because my parents were very like, don't associate with anyone. School is not for friends. School is for education, that kind of thing. So I didn't, I missed out on a lot of those interactions and trying to find those resolutions. Mm -hmm. So I don't
0: know what to say. Let's stop there. Yeah. Let's stop there for (laughs) one second. I think this is spot on and I know you're not alone because I'm there and I know lots of people are there. It's that we you know, not necessarily project, but we're living in our own history and our own childhood. And we come to these experiences with our kids with this own thought in our head. Like I didn't have these social experiences. Maybe I really want my child to have these. And so it's even more of a heightened situation for me because I want her to have friends. Yes. 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 And that's hard because of course we want our kids to have friends, but just to really like be able to differentiate, like this is her experience. She doesn't have the parents you had. She's already very social. And so we have to keep in mind that she's coming at it from a very different perspective than you did as a child. Yeah. And it may feel like more of an emergency to us when we are living in our own childhood a little bit.
1: Yeah. And plus just knowing that as she gets older, there will be sort of even more involved and more in-depth issues with friends and classmates and things like that. And I honestly don't know how to handle those situations. I'm like, lost you're completely. not alone you're <laughs> completely not lost. alone like yes. i was the kid who was bullied and everything so i was kind of i was more of the loner and um, so that
0: plays into it too because yeah. you're seeing your child being you know wronged right and mm-hmm. so it might trigger that bullying or whatever happened to you in your childhood and so it's like it's almost like likely who knows because we can't get in her head but it's likely more impactful for you than it probably. is probably for her
1: Probably, yeah. And she's she's pretty good about you know expressing herself and sharing her feelings and things like that, which is great. Yeah. Um, and I want her to always know that she can talk to me about those things and and to come to me and to kind of unload, so right. to speak. So I don't want to put in a, in a position where she's coming to me. And I'm like, well, I don't really know what feels right because I don't want to guide her the wrong. Way in my heart, I'm automatically thinking like, "How dare they not yeah. play <laughs> with you?" You're you tell amazing. those girls, <laughs> you have, they don't want to play <laughs> with you, then forget it. You will go exactly. play with someone else." And you don't need exactly them. the other kind of factor that I'm considering is that she does go to how would I phrase it? She is the only predominantly white school. But yes, yes, and she is the only little black girl in her class. So I don't know if it's me playing like kind of playing that in my head is like is that a factor now she hasn't said that she hasn't said that she hasn't said that they've said anything or done anything or but in the back of my head that's kind of playing I'm like well how would I respond to that too if if that were the case how would I respond to that I, I don't yeah
0: know. and I think that's something to always keep in mind and to be mindful of you know not that it could be the case, but it could be the case in, in a very subconscious way for those little girls, who knows, but to keep an eye on that and to really cue into the clues and what she tells you. And, Mm -hmm. but again, we have our own experience around it. And like you said, we don't want to project that onto, onto her experience, but being really mindful that, that there is that possibility. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So with that in mind, I think it would be really good if you, have you ever downloaded my um, guide to journaling? I haven't. Okay. I've do it. talk about it, but I haven't, I actually haven't done any. So <laughs> download it. And then you're going to start to talk about what it was like for you in a first, in first grade, what it was oh, like, God. not to need a
1: big, big journal. <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> and what it was like for it to live with um, folks that believed that you didn't really need a social life, you know, and to really talk about that journaling to yourself and talking about it and and really sussing that out to be able to mourn that and to start to let part of it go. Because if you can, then you can have a clearer mind when you come to her Okay. and in the bullying and the race stuff too, like what happened to you in grade school around race and how did that impact you? And, you know, being able to really dive into that too, so that you can just be with it for a minute. Yeah. Because I think it's important to be with it
1: because all of that stuff affects the way we parent. It definitely doesn't. Even before I had uh, my daughter, I knew that this is something therapy is going to have to handle. So I've, I've put in the time and like, yeah, even come to realize sort of the situation as it was, as it is now and things like that. And just to make sure that it's not bleeding into the relationship with my daughter, especially because what complicates it is that I am a single parent. Yeah. So she doesn't necessarily have the, the benefit of the secondary parent kind of coming in and balancing where I may be lacking.
0: So. But she has one good connected parent and that's all she needs. Okay. That's all she needs is the therapist will tell you we need one parent who's on their side and that's all they need to be a well-adjusted child. Mm-hmm. So she has enough with you. So right. know that. And then the other thing is too, I think for me, I went to a lot of therapy before I had kids, but then when I had kids, I was like, oh, this this never came up in therapy. I, I didn't, oh, this situation didn't really, I didn't, we didn't cover that. Oh, okay. So there was, you know, there's a lot of hosts of issues that come up after we have children that we may not have examined when we were, you know, single
1: people. That's true.
0: Yeah. And That's so true. just diving in a little bit, you know, just to unravel. And the other thing I can recommend too is what I recommend to my clients, which is a a tool of hand in hand parenting is to have a listening partner where you talk with someone who's doing this type of parenting once a week. It's another parent and you just get to have a download. Like, this is so hard. I'm going to, I'm going to kick those girls' butts. Like, I don't (laughs) want, I'm going to go to school and tell everybody. I had a friend recently tell me and she's like, oh no, that's not how I handle it. This is how I handle it. I go to the school. And I find the little girl and I say hi. I'm missing so and so, and you will not be mean to my child. And I was like, I'm not sure that that's exactly how we should handle it. Although I want to, (laughs) (laughs) although I want to do that, but there might be a better way. So let's talk about the better way. Okay. Listen, life is hard. It really, really is hard in these situations. This happened to Pia. Similar thing. The little girl said, "If you play with anybody else." I'm never going to be your friend again. So she held her hostage kind of, it's a different situation, but it's a similar opposite. Mm-hmm. And I, of course I went right in and I was like, well, you tell that little girl that she cannot do that to you. And you tell that. And, and I gave her all this advice and she came home the next day and I said, how did it go? And she goes, it was fine. I was <laughs> like, oh, that's it. She's like, oh yeah, mom, it's fine. And then she wouldn't talk to me for several weeks about it. And then finally she broke down crying. She's being mean to me and this and that. I was like, well, I thought you told her. She's like, no, I didn't tell her. I couldn't tell her because I had given her the 40 year old advice that was not applicable to the second grader Mm -hmm. and she couldn't follow that advice. And so she felt embarrassed. So she never came back to me with what was going on because I had, instead of listening to her, I had given her the advice she couldn't follow. Mm And really they, they, they know what they need to do inside. We just have to be able to sit by and watch them do it. And that's becomes the really hard part. And so what worked for me with Pia was to say, honey, I'm so sorry. This girl's being unkind to you. I really am. This sounds like it's a really hard time for you. And then I listened. And when I did that, she started really coming to me every single day with all of the issues that were happening. And I just listened and was empathic and it was excruciating regime. I mean, I wanted to ring the little girl's neck. Of of course, it's not the little girl's fault, right? She's coming with her own experience. She's figuring out social situations too. These little girls that are trying to steal your daughter's friend away, they're operating in their own stuff too. And they're just little kids. And so when I did that and I listened and I listened and I listened and finally Pia told her, month two months maybe two and a half months later after mm-hmm. excruciating pain she said I told her mom I'm never playing with her again I was like oh my gosh thank god but it, they have to get there and that's part of learning so if we come in and also fix it for them you know mm-hmm. if we tell the other little girls or the other little girls moms we text them and say hey did you guys know that this is happening <laughs> which I've wanted that to was a too. consideration <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> but then how are those little girls going to treat your daughter? Are they going to take it out on her even more? And yeah. have we told your daughter, we don't believe you can fix your own problems. I, mommy can do it. Mm-hmm. Mommy will always do it for you. And then I've had clients who have kids at 16 years old and the 16 year olds coming to them and being like, I don't know what to do. Well, what should I do about every little thing? Mm-hmm. Because we want them to, unfortunately, we want them to suffer some so that they can learn. I find so much joy working with parents one-on-one and watching them transform the relationships they share with their children. This always fills me up in ways I never expected. My one-on-one courses will be offered at the 2021 prices only until the end of this year. I have a few spots left, so go to peaceandparentingla.com forward slash private hyphen sessions to find out more book a free consult to discuss or sign up to give your family the gift of peace in 2022.
1: I think it just scares me what, and of course, I'm sure fear doesn't help this situation at all, but what scares me is I just don't want this to negatively impact kind of where she is. She's so like open and like willing to be friends with anyone and everyone and and I just would hate for that to almost like not damage her but I guess leave some kind of lasting impact that then impacts like how she connects with people moving forward so can we look at it the other way can we look
0: at it maybe she's gonna learn about what people she does want to give her friendships to and what people she doesn't want to give her friendships to. And I think what you're scared of is her losing her innocence, right? Her losing that, like she's no longer a baby anymore. And now she's having to deal with part of what is the harsh world. Yeah, That's so hard to see our babies start to have to deal with life.
1: Well, that, and then being alone for all intents and purposes, just if, if the other kids are kind of all playing with themselves, because then what she tells me is when her friend leaves and goes to play with these other girls and she just plays by herself. And that is the part that I'm, I just don't want it to. All right. Nobody wants to play with me. What's wrong with me. Right. And is that how you felt? You think somewhat as a kid? Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. 100%. Does she
0: say when she plays alone that she's sad about it? Yes. Yeah.
1: Which is, which is the reason why she brought it up. She said, it made me sad that I had to play alone today. And that's when I asked, well, why did you have to play alone? And that's when she kind of explained the situation. So let's role
0: play a little bit and let's, we can make her feel better about feeling bad because we can have empathy for her, but mm-hmm. what we can't do is change it. What we can't do is make people play with her or yeah. yeah, we really can't unfortunately, but I have a feeling that every kid in this in this world has experienced some similar right at some point or another and it's okay because they learn to be resilient right yeah it's okay i'm going to get through this because i have a mom who's empathic and she is going to listen to my feelings and i'm going to have a really hard time Mm -hmm. but i'm going to be able to get through it yeah because i have an empathetic supportive kind mom and then i'm going to build resiliency okay so you although this is quote unquote a hard, bad situation. It's also a situation where she's learning resiliency early on in life. And that's a good thing. Okay. So let's role play. You're going to be your daughter. What does she say to you? And I'm going to be what I think you should say to her in in response. And so these are some things you can do when you're with her.
1: Okay. So she would say, uh, we always go through this. How was your day kind of conversation? So she would say, Mommy, I was really sad today when we had playtime. Oh, boo boo. I'm sorry. What happened? I was playing with person X and these other girls were playing and they asked her if she could go play with them and she went to go play with them. And then I had to play at playtime by myself. Oh, that sounds really hard. I'm so sorry that happened. And
0: I was so lonely. I bet you were honey bunny. I understand. That was really hard. And maybe she'll get to tears right there. Yeah. And maybe that's what she needs. Yeah. Is to get to tears because then she can start to really offload that hurt. And then when she offloads the hurt, she'll feel better.
1: Okay. She'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully it's not an ongoing thing, but she's mentioned it a few times. And I'm like, I've, I talked to my sister about it and I'm like, this is what happened. I don't know what to say. And she's kind of like, (laughs) well, the other thing is, is this, what we
0: just did Is good for a two year old, a six year old, a 16 year old, a 26 year old, a 46 year old. Like this technique, this idea of empathy and not Mm. fixing and not offering opinion or advice Mm. or not intervening is a way to interact with our kids on many, many different, you know, many scenarios,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: almost every scenario. I didn't get the red cup. Oh, honey, I'm sorry you didn't get the red cup. That's really hard. Yeah. I didn't get the lead in the play. I know you didn't get the, I mean, it's going to happen over and over and over again with our kids. That's true. Fortunately, from now until, till they die, Forever.
1: <laughs> Forever.
0: Until we die. That's that will true. happen. And it's like,
1: how do we really not fix it? Yeah. I definitely didn't think about it that way. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's the hardest part than not, giving her something like your takeaway is this and this is what you do and these are the that's the hardest part here is
0: our plan now you go to a point a and then you'll get to point b and then we're going to get to point c and everything's going to be fine yeah but it doesn't happen like that it's just heartache it's real life heartache
1: yeah i guess as parents we're always just like what could i do to avoid it yes but it is heartache is part of life
0: so. It really is, and I think we really want to fix it because watching our children struggle brings up our own old struggles, and it hurts our heart even deeper because we're like, "Oh, she's hurting. I'm hurting from my old past. Everything's hurting. This feels like an emergency." All right, I will definitely try that. You can it do hard. it. You can do it. <laughs> It'll be hard, but I'll try. It. You can do it. Okay, now let's do reverse role play. Uh, Okay. Okay. But also I think another thing to do is don't ask her how her day is because it's probably pretty like high on the radar right now. Ah, well, that might
1: be hard to avoid. <laughs> oh, because we have Only, a, we have a routine. We have a routine. And if I don't ask her, if, if I don't ask her, if that was in English. Um, if I don't ask her, she will preemptively ask me, well, mommy, how was your day? And if I don't ask how her, day, well, well, you didn't ask me how my day was. OK, so she's very. <laughs> yes,
0: the, okay, that's fine. You routine. can totally do it. You might try a couple of times just saying I really missed you today. And then she might say, how was your day? And I can say, my, my day was great. Yours? And, and maybe you guys can move out of this, you know, how was your day thing? And then if you let her come to you organically when she's ready, mm-hmm. she might tell you more and she might be more willing to get to her feelings. Yeah. And it, it might just be a more authentic experience. Yeah. Okay. Just play around with it. You don't yeah. have to get rid of it either. You can keep yeah. it if you want, but just play around with it and see. Okay. Okay. Let's do reverse role play. Now you're going to ask me how my day was. Uh, How was your day? Well, today at lunch, um, those little girls, they, they took my friend away and, and I had to be all by myself again.
1: Oh, I'm so sorry that happened.
0: Yeah. Mommy, I was so lonely. I'm so sorry. So sorry. I'll give you a hug. I'd love a hug. Mommy. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. And just say, I know it was hard. I know that sounds really hard. I'm right here. I'm listening to you. I understand. Okay.
1: Did you so really download like, that I'm listening?
0: Yeah. Did okay. you download my guide to empathy? Uh, that I did, yes. Okay. So maybe take a look at those phrases. There's also okay. a podcast around empathy. If you have a listen to it, it might spark some I different... listened to that just the other day, actually. <laughs> okay, good. So there might spark some like things you can say. 80% of it really is just listening.
1: Okay. Okay just be there. I mean, I try to always, I feel like I have to have four ears instead of two to compensate again for the, there's just one of me. So I, I'm always, you know, I'm listening. I'm here for you. I always want her to know that, know that I'm there. So I'm always reiterating that I'm here. Do you want to, do you want to talk? Do you want to tell me how you feel? You want to tell me your feelings? And she's always really, really good about that. That's so good. She's an only child. She's an only child. Yeah. So you, yeah,
0: that makes sense too. You know, you get a lot more input from an only child because you're their person. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, this is so good. She's going to, I'm curious to see how you feel about it after a few times of doing it with her and not feeling like you have to fix it. It might make you feel better knowing like, I can't fix this and it's okay. Yeah, I'll,
1: I'll definitely have to work on that part. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> I'll have Don't to work all? on that part because yeah. I was already making the list. Of, I'm going to text her parents. <laughs> parents gonna, I was already like running down that I'm going to do because I have done the whole, you know, going to the playground. And I'm I'm so and so's mom, and she's playing very nicely. And I think you guys should play nicely together. You know, she's doing it. You can do it too. <laughs> I've 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 gone there, and I've kind of caught myself afterwards, like really shouldn't get involved. Yeah. <laughs> the, the little girl's like, I'm sorry. What did you say? Yeah, she's like, why are you talking to me? Like, um, yeah. Th- and as she gets older, I'm realizing, okay, I need to take a step back and she has to learn how to resolve them herself. Yeah. Yes. But I was like, even if I needed to give guidance, I wouldn't, sorry, kid.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't think there's, and if she asks you, sometimes kids will say, well, what should I do? And I, I, my first response is well, what do you think you should do? Mm, Okay. You know, what do you think would be a good thing to do? Because Pia did that with this incident in second grade. And, and she said, well, I I said, well, what if you could tell her anything, you don't have to, but if you could tell her anything you wanted to tell her, what would you say to her? She would say, she's, Mm. you're mean, you're so mean. And I'm like, yeah, say it. And, and I said, you don't have to tell her, but let's just pretend if we could just tell her anything. So you Mm -hmm. eventually, if she starts to ask you, you could start to role play and not giving advice, but empowering her to like have her feelings around it. And then eventually she'll get to her own voice around it. And maybe she'll
1: say something. I I got it. Okay. Yeah. No, that's very helpful. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your help and, and kind of going through the question and the role playing and everything. I think it'll be really, really, really helpful. Definitely harder for me than for her, but.
0: Yeah. For sure. I think that's what happens. We get to this place where we're like, oh my gosh, I got to fix this for my kid or they're going to end up with no friends for the rest of our life. You know, yeah. we go to like this detrimental thing. It's just a blip. It's just a blip in the whole scheme of life. It's tiny. Yeah,
1: this is true. This is true. It was such a big thing for me growing up that I'm just like, oh my oh, God, yes. I like, I don't know what I would do if you were in. The... And that's why when she like as her personality was evolving and I saw that she was the social butterfly,
0: I was like, thank God. Yes. Well, she still is that social butterfly, right? Yeah. Just because this little, these little girls are being mean doesn't mean that she's not the social butterfly, right? True. She's still True. that person. And yes. this is just one of her growing pains. Unfortunately, yeah. I've seen both of my kids go through this, by the way. And even my daughter, who's going to be 16 in January, she's going through it right now with another friend. Oh, wow. And and she's able to navigate it much better, but I'm like, is this ever going to end with these kids? Like there's and you know, there's a lot of kids who are raised with threats and bribery and manipulations and all that. And you see them starting to do that to their friends. And so
1: it's a, you know, it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm happy that she's pretty strong willed and, and very, she's pretty vocal and things like that. But for some reason, this was the one thing that she seemed sort of, scared reluctant to say anything or do anything about and which kind of surprised me it surprised me so i said maybe it's affecting her more than i'm thinking
0: and also it's just for now she's not able to say anything maybe she's figuring out how to say it what to say when to say it you know and those things are she's learning that's part of her learning process yeah that's true she'll get there if she's strong-willed
1: she'll get there yeah yeah. She's definitely strong-willed. <laughs>
0: we like that. We like our strong-willed ladies because yes, they're not gonna, no one's going to mess with them at all. We don't want yes, them we to do. be. Yes, but we like the strong-willed. I have one strong-willed, one not so strong-willed and I worry more about the one that's not strong-willed.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah no, because definitely I'm, grateful. Definitely grateful for that.
0: Yeah, she's got a voice because she has a mom who lets her have a voice. Yes, yes. that's right. I'm so glad you wrote to me, um, Regine, for those of you who are listening, um, DM would me and I loved her question. And so I just asked her to be on the podcast and I, I really appreciate you coming on it. I am so grateful to be able to like help other people because I'm sure this is a common question for lots
1: of people out there. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it because I was really just stumped. <laughs> You're so welcome. Thank you.
0: Thanks for joining Regine and I as we discussed her daughter's social life and tried to put perspective into place using connection. Next week, I'm all alone talking about how I don't discipline my children. I would love to see you on Instagram or on Facebook so we can continue the conversation of how to be a connected parent in a modern day world. Hope to see you next time.